from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Every single morning to start your day here on ESPN 106.3, you hear a talented trio who brighten your day and get things off to a good start. Evan Cohen, Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, a show that they call unsportsmanlike, and Evan Cohen, ESPN West Palm legend, joins us every week here on Levicka, Theo, and Stone, and he joins us now on ESPN 106.3. You told Stone you were nervous to come on? Oh, my God. I was joking with him. Nervous to come up, to go with Well, you know what? Maybe I wasn't joking now that I think about it. I am now a New York resident after 20 years or whatever it was of living in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you know, I am very much go- going back and forth to Florida, of course. And what was interesting this week, Mr. Levicka, mm-hmm. you and I have known each other for close to 20 years. Yeah. Okay. But it was interesting that you show up New York City, where you know I am every single morning. Oh, here we go. Mike, here we go. Here here, 6 to 10 on ESU 1063. A station that I was part of the group that founded, that I'm still a part of on a day-to-day basis. And I've been on ESPN West Palm more than any other host in the history of the station. And you and I have known each other through good, through bad, through life, through death. And you're 10 minutes away from me and never reach out. Can you explain why? All right. So this is why it's because there was no way if I were to stay sane from the short amount of time I was in New York City that I was going to be able to spend any meaningful time with you when I was up there. It would have to be a pop-in, pop-out. I was absolutely jammed, and especially with an early tip-off in the Jimmy V Classic, the first of the two games, it wasn't going to work, and it was going to be very, very, very difficult in a city I don't know particularly well. It was nothing against you. I promise it was nothing against you. It was more me killing myself to try and get like five minutes uh, hanging out with you because I did want to see the studio. I did want to see if I could, Michelle, and Chris Canty, maybe, even though he says a lot of bad things about the Dolphins and Tua Tungavailoa, to be quite honest, for my liking. Um, well, he does have Terry Kill as the MVP, but okay, keep going. Yeah, but that, but, but also that's a cop-out because he refuses to give a compliment to Tua. Like that, that, that's what that is. Um, but, okay, let's not, let's not get, wait, let's not get sidetracked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But okay, it was you know no what? disrespect to, to you. On this. It was no disrespect to you. I didn't. No, no, but here's, here's the thing, Ken. I'd like to talk to Stone specifically. His name is on the show. Is it not, Ken? It, it I mean, is. you should let him talk. It His is. name is all <laughs> over the show. No, go ahead. Talk, talk to Stone. We've been all day. Stone, Stone, don't you think it actually would be better if Ken said it is something against you? Because his reasoning makes no sense. There, I promise you, he had no plans at 6 in the morning. And I and his oh I don't know New York City that well I'm sorry have you ever heard of Uber <laughs> like you can't just put an address in Uber Stone wouldn't his excuse have been better if he just said you know what I I'm gonna see you in a week in Florida I'm gonna see you all week I don't need more of you well that's that cool. to me is better he's than talking to me he what he's, do you think? he's talking to me Ken okay uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly Evan I, I do find it a little odd considering he talked about. How he kind of likes New York. He likes the garbage bags on the side of the street, and he likes Manhattan. So he clearly spent some time walking around. I don't know if it was by himself or whatnot. And because you guys are so close, here's part two. You can sacrifice quality time that you speak of for just time. 
Right, use Evan as DoorDash. Hey, Evan, can you bring me a sub? Something little just to see his face. I mean, there are plenty of what, what do you think I'm going to do? You, you, why would I do that? Yeah. I'm now his delivery guy. You, not being a delivery just, guy is, is wrong. Just, I always, that was literally my dream career. Evan, just you asked to talk to him. You asked to talk just to him, Evan. use it as an excuse uh, to get face-to-face with Evan. And you're right. Yeah. On, on me, I just <laughs> no. never thrown into this I'm terrible job. I'm saying sacrifice like, actual quality time with each other just for face-to-face time, whether Listen. it's two minutes, three minutes, don't Listen, matter. I got in, we, we got to our hotel at like 9, 9.30 on Monday night. Like, I... I, I would have loved to seen Evan, but I'll be quite honest with you, Evan. I was not going to wake up at five in the morning after getting in so late to the hotel uh, and and pop in. Like I just, I it can and it, well, part of it is in knowing. Typical Ken Levicka fashion. After five minutes and fifty five seconds of navigating the nonsense, we finally found out the truth. That's yeah. fine. Now I have an answer. Okay. Now I have an answer. But I feel I'm like not you're, worth waking up for. No, no. <laughs> well done. Uh, I mean, I gotta be. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I I usually tune in around like seven o'clock. So when I wake up, I'm not usually listening to your six a.m. hour of uh, unsportsmanlike. So I suppose that's true. But it's nothing against you. It's just I I I'm not I'm not well, going to wake up. It's that nothing early. for me. I can tell you that much. But anyway, okay, <laughs> fine. You know what? We can move on. Okay. I, I will live with. I will live with it. I won't forget it though. All right. I'm still conf- I'm still confused on it being wrong. Evan just brings you a sub. A Why would he bring pizza. me something? Just to, just to hang I'm out. The one who's going to see him? Just to hang out. Whatever it is. Whatever forces you guys to get together. Whatever. I, I, I mean, I it. guess he could have popped by after on Sportsman. Like he could have popped by. Hey man, I brought you a smoothie. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been anything. Or he could have met me at the 98. Oh, now 7. it's on me. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. should have reached out to you. Yeah, and and I did <laughs> do my show at 98.7 uh, ESPN. You could you know where that is? You could have popped in there. We could have hung out. You, you know that I've show. actually never been in there. I'm not. Like allowed in there technically for some reason it's very anyway I don't need to get very very but um yeah all right well I by the way I prepped for this interview Sean sent me some notes and now I want to have the conversation yeah yeah yeah. let's lead lead me into this all right so so uh, we were saying uh, with uh, with Juan Soto going to the Yankees uh, Yankees fans hopes should rest solely now on the shoulders forget Aaron Judge the captain we've seen how many titles they've won with him uh, as the face. 25-year-old in his prime, three-time All-Star World Champion Juan Soto. Sports helps are resting now on his shoulders. If you're a Yankees fan, it reminds me of how the Dolphins are just so much different uh, last December to this December with a healthy Tua. Because if it's Mike White, they ain't winning football games still. There may be a 500 team, but Tua makes that thing go. Even if Chris Canty wants to tell you it's Tyreek Hill, my sports hopes rest solely on the shoulders of Tua Tungavailoa. Uh, for you, for you, Evan, in your sports life, which person's shoulders do you place the majority of your sports hopes on? Okay, so is it person or athlete? I want to make sure I answer person, this correctly person. because I have two answers. Yeah, person across the board. Bill Belichick right now. As we're sitting here, Yikes. I root for the New England Patriots. The per- so I'll just I'll, I'll kind of round it around, uh, round about here. So person, I was thinking Belichick. Player, I was thinking Jimmy Butler. But as your question was being posed and as we're having the conversation, I'm thinking the Jimmy Butler answer is that basically the Aaron Judge answer of Jimmy Butler has been unbelievable. He's taken the heat to the finals twice. They haven't won the NBA finals. He's been the best player. Playoff Jimmy's amazing. Mm -hmm. Is my actual answer, bam. And then I need to look at it as a Heat fan and say, bam needs to emerge as actually the best player on the team. But I don't know that Bam is capable of carrying them 
like Jimmy is. So now this whole thing has me confused because the whole point of your question, which is an interesting one of, I need to rest my hopes as a fan right. on one person's shoulders. Right. Is it Jimmy or is it Bam? Uh, I would say that it's Bam because the closer Bam gets to the level of being able to lead a team like Jimmy does, I think that's what puts the heat over the top as opposed to Jimmy Butler trying to always drag the heat to the finish line. Does that make sense? It does, but it is, is it one of those scenarios where Jimmy gets them there to the finals and Bam gets them a title while in the finals, i.e., Josh Allen with the Bills gets you into the conversation, but somebody else needs to put you over the top in that conversation because he's going to throw the ball to the other team. You know what I'm saying? I'm not yeah. saying Jimmy screws up. Yeah. Any I, I mean, I su- it's, a, it's a hard thing. Here's the thing, Ken. The answer to your question is, if you have to rely singularly on one person, you're probably screwed. Yes. Because yes. you literally, in answering your own question, debated Tyreek Hill versus Tua. So you actually answered... Two people. Right. Which, In me debating Jimmy versus Bam, I actually answered two people. As a Pats fan, by answering Belichick, well, there's my problem. <laughs> I only have one. I don't have Belichick and Brady. That's right. the issue I got now. So I think if your answer is one person, you're probably screwed. If you're debating your answer, like you're saying the Yankee fans may do this year, you actually have made the, may have made the case that the Yankee fans – are going to be happy yeah. based on your logic. Yeah, I think if you have to put all your sports hopes on one person, yeah, I agree with you, you are screwed. If you can put the majority of your sports hopes on one person, though, and then you can delineate the other hopes to other shoulders within that team, you're in good shape because maybe, just maybe, uh, there should be more sports hopes on the new version of Duncan Robinson who gives the Heat a new dynamic uh, as opposed to just planning behind the three-point line. And maybe that's what it takes, a guy who's 21 points seven assists last night against the Raptors. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I'm just spitballing. No, I think you're onto something. I don't, I mean, you're not putting it on Duncan no. as much as you're just saying like Duncan Robinson now can help the Miami Heat. But if the purpose of your argument initially was to rag on the Yankees, I'm always in on that. But if it's to rag on the Yankees for now only having the one guy, I don't actually think they have the one guy. I think if the one yeah. guy is better than judge and they still have judge, this whole thing may have backfired for you. No, because but- if it was an anti-Yankee argument, which I am here for, I think our conversation just made this a pro-Yankee argument, well, which I actually hate now. It was actually the opposite. It was actually, so, so it was, and, and I actually, I started the show telling people I had to stomach this because it doesn't happen often, but this was more of a, after Brian Cashman embarrassed himself at the, uh, at the owners' meetings a, a couple of weeks ago, very condescending, uh, very I'm better than you, and how trying to explain away last year, Yankees fans needed red meat thrown to them. This is it, and this is like old school Yankees. We're going to trade for this name, and we're going to open up the checkbook eventually, and we're going to give this guy a super big contract. I actually thought what they did is good, uh, and I think it's helpful, and I think it makes them, it, it addresses a need. So it was very, very bizarre of me. Uh, but yes, this was a, a compliment. I've com- been complimenting New York a bunch today. I said I enjoy the halal cards. I think that I actually love at least Manhattan now. Uh, I like being around that area. Like I, This has been a really weird day for me. Well, as a New Yorker, uh, on behalf of all New Yorkers, um, we don't want you. We have no interest in you. Uh-huh. I don't know that Florida wants you, so maybe just go back to Chicago. Yeah. I think that's the move. Okay, that's- I think that's just the move. <laughs>
Uh, I knew that was coming. Uh, oh, go ahead, Stone. Stone yeah. has something insightful for you. No, I mean, something insightful, something pressing as well. Uh, huge fan of the show on Sportsmanlike. Listen every single day. I honestly He's love what, your ass, Evan. What, what you three guys have going. I think it's very similar to what we have work. here at Levicka Theo and Stone. I, the synergy is very uh, similar. But what can I do for you? How much can I pay you for you to stop dogging Josh Allen? It's every single morning. I get it from Ken every day. I get it from Theodore. We just got to lay off of Josh Allen. What can I do? Well, have him stop throwing interceptions. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pretty simple. I mean, like, what do you expect? We host a national sports talk show. The number one sport in our country. Sure. Not in the world, but in, in our country is the NFL. The number one position in the NFL is quarterback. The teams that have the best quarterbacks are the teams we talk about the most. The Buffalo Bills have been considered to have one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I think he's one of the most talented quarterbacks. I do not think he's one of the best quarterbacks. If you said to me right now, I'm starting a team, and I could have Chad Pennington in his prime or Josh Allen, Stop. I would take Chad Pennington. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's crazy he about that? He throws to my team, oh. not the other team. Oh. I do not want a quarterback like me who threw to the other team a lot. <laughs> that is not something I am interested in. So no part of me is interested in a quarterback that is riding an eight-game interception streak because in its simplest form, he provides me one less possession every single game that I'm supposed to have. And when I'm in close games or I'm losing games, not having the extra possession, especially with a quarterback that is allegedly so talented, makes me lose games. He contributes as much to winning as he does losing. His pre the prevention of scoring points Regardless of what the interceptions do, even if the interceptions lead to no points, yeah, that was the prevention argument. of me scoring the points is what kills me. Yeah. So, sorry, I am not going to back off until he stops giving the other team the ball. So, you guys, you guys ended the conversation today with all stating that Josh Allen's not a top-five quarterback. I think Michelle was the one who was arguing that he is. He's not a top-five quarterback in the NFL. That's correct. She did say that. And CC and I both said he's a top five talent, but right now, obviously Mahomes, when healthy, Burrow, Jalen Hurts, that's three, Trevor Lawrence is four, Dak Prescott is five, Brock Purdy is six, Kendall put Tua in there, that's seven. <laughs> yep. That's seven people, and I may be forgetting some, that actually seem pretty clear that you'd rather have as your quarterback than Josh Allen, if not more. I do not think that that's insane at all. Good thing is, uh, Unsportsmanlike will uh, be live from uh, from West Palm uh, in a couple of weeks' time, so maybe you can address Michelle Smallman and Chris Canty there, and Evan, uh, if you have a problem face-to-face. -to -face. Tough guy. <clears throat> I'll try. Okay. Uh, Evan Cohen, every day, 6 to 10 a.m., with Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman, here on ESPN 106.3. Evan, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Great seeing you this week, Ken. Really appreciated the time. Thanks so much. Go plug in a conference. He, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> that is Evan Cohen here on ESPN 106.3. Again, joins us every single week, and you hear him 6 to 10 a.m. Uh, with Chris Canty and Michelle Smallman. You see what I'm saying, right? Like, it, it's, I would have. Oh, I know. I, I don't want to feel run down and awful when I'm calling a bat. I, I, I had the, the, I did the show. I did this show from ESPN New York 
which is a good 25-minute walk from Times Square to uh, Central Park West, like that area. You literally had to run from the studio. Yeah, and I recorded another show after I was done in that studio, then came back to the hotel, ate real quick, took a shower, got dressed, and it was on the bus to go to Madison Square Garden. Imagine if I went to Seaport, where Evan's doing a show from, uh, and then headed back, and then going to t- to to Central Park, and then c- it just wasn't going to work. I, I don't know. I, I hear you. We're going to jump to a break. I still am perplexed why my idea was shot down. Because why would he deliver me food? To I mean, see I suppose. you. I know, but to I, see you. But the, by the time he would have had had a chance to see me, I would have been at ESPN in New York, and I didn't know that he's apparently not allowed in that building. I have no idea the parameters of that. He did run off the call. He was scared. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'll give you credit. You put him in a tough spot, and he couldn't answer the question. All right, 